is the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5, in the midst of the NFL playoffs. Had a handful of blowouts, a couple of good games. The Lions. Just star- oh, Kyle man, is- my bad. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing that. Hey, at least um, you had a team there, Kyle. Yeah, true. That was not a shot, I promise. No, I didn't take it as I that. Lions-Rams was a good one. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Kept waiting for the Eagles to fight back last night. They kind of did, and then there was a safety, and then they didn't anymore. What happened to them? They fell apart. They lost six of their last seven, did they not? I mean, they lost both coordinators, and this year they... Yeah. But but it was more than that. Like you just said, it, it they were okay during the season. Like They're a lot of the season. 10 and 1 at one point. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just... Was Jalen Hurts just hurt? Excuse the pun. I mean, that was way too easy. Yeah, I mean, but even before the finger thing, he was not playing no. all that well. Throwing more picks than he had by a lot last year. That's so weird. When when things like... And the Chiefs are living up to it. Like when, when Mahomes burst onto the scene, I remember thinking, this guy's going to be vying for Super Bowls every year. Mm-hmm. Like when Steph Curry and I mean, Clay Thompson... Aaron Rodgers was one of those well, guys. Yeah, Aaron, after he yeah. got his first one. And you're, and when the Cubs won that World Series, well, I don't know they're going to yeah, win like three. Oh, I prayed not All right, that was the direct one, Kyle. I apologize. Yeah, amen to that. But I, I just, I don't know. I thought for sure when Philadelphia last year, I thought, man, this team not only is unbelievably good, almost won a Super Bowl. They had like 15 draft picks in the first 20, it felt like. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time you turned around, the Eagles were drafting. And I'm like, man. Philadelphia is set up to be good for like the next six seasons, like really good. And it's listen, they still made the playoffs. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a slouch team, but I just was really shocked at how they plummeted. Well, they had a chance to – if they would have won in week 18, would they have won the division or no? No, because Dallas won. Yeah, but the Cardinals beat them in like That's week – That's what really flipped yeah, it, right? Yeah, and that okay. – uh, Derek uh, – texted his own show and said Niners went and ransacked him at home and they never recovered. That's a different Derek, I assume. I don't. I did not text Piper's that. Piper's doing no, that. No. That's the U of I line link text line. Yeah, the Niners went into Philly. Didn't they go to Philly? Yeah. Oh, that's what he just said, Lon. Uh, and, and they just absolutely destroyed them. San Francisco's good, man. Really, really good. Yep. But on that note, there's a lot of talk now about Nick Sirianni as there's been... Uh-huh. Stirred up about Mike McCarthy. We'll get to all that. Let's go game by game. We'll start in chronological order and give some comments on this because we haven't really got a chance to discuss them since yesterday was more Illinois-focused. So, all right, first game of the playoffs, Texans and Browns. The Browns were actually a road favorite going into Houston. People wondered, hey, you know, Houston made their way in. They won the division. Would that just kind of be enough for them? They're starting a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. I mentioned that as one of my reasoning for picking Cleveland. 45 to 14 later, the Texans move on. Flacco throws th- two pick sixes. Mm. And CJ Stroud, I know we mentioned yesterday, Jordan Love had a near perfect QBR right. of 99 points something out of 100. CJ Stroud's was 98 out of 100. Wow. He was darn good and has been darn good all year. And you know who's been up and down this season is Nico Collins for them. Yep. But. In these last maybe five to six games of the regular season when they were battling for that playoff spot and then now in the playoffs, Stroud and Collins look like they have been teammates mm. for 10 years. I mean, it, this is 
This is Manning to Harrison or Wayne. I mean, those guys are just so dialed in, connected. Nico Collins is an athlete, man. And C.J. Stroud, he's got a freaking bullet. And he's now, I mean, he's he's very, he's what am I saying, completion-oriented where Derek loves. Yep. I mean, he's, he is good. Is he the best rookie quarterback ever? Or am I living in? Man, that's, that's a hard question. That's tough. I'd have to look that up. But he's been really good. I mean, Justin Herbert comes to mind as a guy yeah, who was phenomenal as a rookie. But, man, Stroud, wow. That team was projected to have – like when Arizona made that pick, that trade, they were thinking at worst number 10 in the draft. And now it's 26 or 27, and they're not done. Unless – I don't know. I The way they're going, Baltimore, week off, two – I don't know. Why is Houston so good? I'm asking this as an open-ended question. C.J. Stroud. I also think they nailed it with the hire of D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico's been yeah. D'Amico, yeah. Will Anderson had seven sacks. I mean, it's a young team. It's got some veterans that are key in key spots. I, I don't know, man. Because you know me, I keep – talking about the situation on offense and how I think that that's still really important. I'm wondering what the situation is in Houston. I, I know Nico Collins has proven to be a good receiver. Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. They've kind of had to your point uh, in terms of production goes, there had been weeks where like, alright, it's the explosion of Nico Collins. No way it's Tank Dell's day. And then there, there's been a few uh, times where both have, have had it working at the same time. Dalton Schultz was a decent addition in the offseason as well. Uh, I looked up their offensive coordinator, and it does not surprise me. Bobby Slowick spent six years in San Francisco, so he's a he's a Kyle Shanahan guy. I mean, anything and, you touch um, from San Francisco is golden these that's, days. Uh, it's looking pretty good. And obviously, I'm not trying to take away from C.J. Stroud. I, I think he people are bringing it up now. Like One thing, as far as comparison goes, I think it's a good point that Stroud came in out of Ohio State, obviously with great weapons, but it's shown that he could play in a pro-like system, yep. good anticipation, making pro-like throws, where one criticism that of like a Caleb Williams is that a lot of his highlight tape is him running around, extending right. plays. and Not that we haven't seen guys like Mahomes and Josh Allen mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. It's just we don't know if Caleb Williams – and, I, of course, I'm tying this back to the Bears – we don't know if Caleb Williams <laughs> can make the anticipatory throws that a lot of times they've been wanting Justin Fields to make. So that's just a note on that. No, that's fair. And I I, I mean, I would have said the same about Stroud coming in, right? I yeah. Mean, I would have said the same thing about C.J. Stroud, and then he's just turned into – I don't know. It's I, I don't think anybody can explain what has happened with the Texans. They to had, this extent. They yeah. had the number two pick last year. And now and it should have been the number one. Yeah, and now they've won what eleven games, and they're sitting here in the conference semifinals, getting ready to square down with Baltimore. That'll be a tough one for them to get. For but, sure. I mean, it's just amazing what they've done. Now, to me, I'll bring it back to Arizona. This has Arizona written all over it. Like, why wouldn't this happen? Because we have their draft pick. If you want to know what it's like to be an Arizona Cardinals fan, I can update this stat all the time. This is the perfect example. Team won two games last year, not expected with a rookie quarterback to win maybe more than five or six this season. 
everybody thought it'd be a top 10 draft pick next year, and they are the talk of the NFL. It's crazy. Now, if that is what it's like to be an Arizona Cardinals fan. If you've ever wondered how pathetically awful it is, there you go. And I'm off my soapbox. I almost could start cursing talking like that. So I got to get do away that. from that. No, I got to get away from that. Wouldn't be off the soapbox. You'd be off the show, probably. <laughs> but uh, Cliff and Urbana. Wow. The the text line. Texans are good because they made the moves the Bears chose not to do. Oof. I like it. Yeah, they drafted receivers that have worked out. The Bears drafted a guy in Valus Jones who can't even catch punts, let alone wow. passes. Darnell Mooney looks like he might be a wide receiver three. Mm. Anywho, let's go to the next game. <laughs> I, do you blame the Bears for passing on Stroud, though? No, not right now. Okay. I mean, what you got I in won't return, I won't blame him. which you still are like benefiting from yeah. and could benefit still more in the future, Yep. I don't know that anybody thought C.J. Stroud, especially with the run of Ohio State quarterbacks and what they've done, including the one you've got. I still think this year that the Bears should build around the quarterback they have. Yeah, I definitely thought it last year. Mm-hmm. So You're in it to win it now. I'm, I'm all in on it. We'll see if the Bears are. <laughs> Let's go to the next game. Oh, boy. Chiefs 26, Dolphins 7 in a game that the temperature was below 7. And uh, I wondered about this one because the Chiefs did not come in riding high by any means. It's been on paper Patrick Mahomes – Worst full season as a starter in terms of picks, in terms of yardage. He's had issues with his receiving core. And the Dolphins on the other side kind of limped into the the playoffs, ha- had a strong position to be the two seed. I'm not telling Kyle anything he doesn't already know. Right, right. Lost some games down the stretch, including Week 18 against the Bills, and then had to go on the road. And wasn't a very inspiring performance out of them. So, Kyle, I cede the floor to you. What are we to make of this Miami Dolphins performance and end of the season? I mean, it's hap- this has happened like three times in the last four years where they look great in September through mid-November and then the season collapses. It's I don't know. I, just, I didn't expect to win that game because there is a thing with the Dolphins and going into cold weather. Like the Chiefs just look more comfortable playing in that and the Dolphins with their speed. Like Tyreek Hill didn't look as fast and it just – I, that game I didn't expect to win, and the defense was banged up. But the the biggest issue with the Dolphins in the last three games and why they kind of choked away everything is the offense that was ranked number one for most of the season mm-hmm. just it disappeared. I mean, it was a terrible offense for the final three games against Baltimore, Buffalo, and Kansas City. Now those are three good really defenses good teams, and right. good teams, but the Dolphins didn't do anything. Tua looked really bad. Tyree Kill was dropping critical passes late in games like he for as good of a year as he had he had a lot of drops that were really costly and and obviously you lose every edge rusher on your roster and you have to yeah. sign three guys off the off the couch to come try to get pressure on Mahomes and yeah it's not gonna go well but it's just just the collapse I mean the Eagles same boat Dolphins are right in that category you had everything in front of you and you just collapsed and a home game to win the division you don't have to go play in the negative 30 wind chill and you score 14 points and punt five times in the second half like, wow just it was just a collapse and there's no one else really to blame but themselves you can blame injuries a little bit but really the offense was pretty healthy and it disappeared see that's a professional right there in Kyle not complaining about the weather in Kansas City but explaining 
that you had everything. All you had to do was win a game at home, and then you don't have to go deal with 20 belows whatever in Kansas City. I mean, that – And the custom puffy jacket that Taylor <laughs> Swift and Brittany Mahomes are wearing. Oh, man. That just won't end. That's like it won't end. Fingers on no. a chalkboard that just continue. It's ha- like, ugh. Has this turned? I got. I thought about this today. You know the line in the Dark Knight. Says, that was the best thing about Peacock, by the way. Didn't I didn't have, have to, to watch see. Yes. Yeah. So maybe I, I. Shout out to you, Peacock. So Sorry. In the, in the Dark Knight, they say you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Ooh. Has Patrick Mahomes, mostly by association, kind of become a villain? That's a great question. I think the the Josh Allen moment earlier in the season rubbed some people wrong. Rubbed me wrong. Yeah. When he's like not willing to say, good game, man. Yeah. We'll see you down the road. It's like, that's the worst call I've ever yeah. seen. He, blah, blah, blah. he threw a whined. tantrum. Yeah. I think he throws more. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, I'm not saying he's LeBron James, but he's, no, no, no. he's trending in that direction a little bit. The, the, um, the Netflix quarterback yeah. show, when I was introduced to his wife. Yes. That ended it for me again by association, right? His brother, and his I'm wife, sorry because I Taylor, like there are plenty of people I know who's well. Take Derek and Haley for example. Haley brings you up in status, right? No, I mean, thank you. But when I watched that show, and I'm like, oh, that was cringeworthy. Is that what the kids say? I mean, that was like whatever you can think of bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mahomes. It's kind of interesting. I do feel like he's come from like this. Aw shucks kind of kid that was really cool and he's been great in the NFL too. Now it's just, it's a little much and and it it is the Josh Allen moment. I mean the he should have been suspended a game and fined heavily for the amount of complaining he did to that for that a call official. that was right. And and yeah right. And and I listen, I I said that to somebody and they're like, "Oh, so you're going to sit there and throw Patrick Mahomes out of a game?" And I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and listen to him take – I'm not going to take that. I don't care who I am. I don't care if I work at a bank and you come in and you're mad about something or if you come into my insurance office and you yell at me that long, you're going to get something back. And I, I just can't imagine sitting there taking that from a kid 30 years younger than you and you're just like, dude, it was the right call. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't know. Yeah, I, I did lose – and listen, I understand his theory. Let us decide the game. Right? I, I understand that. It's almost like when a kicker comes in and misses a last-second kick, and it's like, holy crap, there was a lot of stuff that happened in that game, and then it came down to that dude and his foot. You know, the, the guy that hardly ever plays, it's got the clean uniform. But it's that's what it is. That's football. And I'm sure Patrick Mahomes – well, no, I'm not sure. I can tell you Patrick Mahomes has been on the other end of plenty of help from the officiating. And so for him to act like that – in a regular season game, not a good look. Yeah. And and you're right. That threw a little bit of some whatever you'd call that. Nickelodeon green slime on him. There you go. I like that. Boom. I like that reference. But uh, it, it might also just kind of be somewhat of a kind of – it's like a Steph Curry career arc for him a little bit. And, and people just – Maybe just got annoyed at the repetitiveness of, all right, you've won too much. We're just kind of sick of you. (laughs) And then maybe the Travis Kelsey and 
Taylor Swift combo has turned into yeah. Draymond Green. Like it's just it's just, it's annoying. We don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. All right. Let's, America, uh, America's moving on. Yep. From that show. Let's do one more game before they're, we catch a break and Buffalo, break this up. Right. They're in Buffalo. Yeah. And actually, as I'm looking at the records, that game was the difference between oh. it being in Arrowhead oh. and being in uh, Orchard <laughs> Park. So I get some of that. <laughs> To strike everything I just said. Uh, Dolphins wouldn't would have been playing in Miami if that call went the oh, other way. Wow. Oh, yeah, true. Division. Okay, the judge just declared that whatever I just said is not <laughs> no, allowed. No, it be was used the right call. It was the right call. <laughs> no, I was for sure. So you're uh, right. That's a good point. All right, last one before break. Packers forty-eight, Dallas thirty-two. It was twenty-seven-zero oh in the first half. The Cowboys got a late touchdown right before the half. But really, we're out of it after that wave of those wave of punches that Green Bay threw at them. Drove down the field, first drive, touchdown. Dak throws a pick six in the first half. And as we've discussed, Jordan Love, I know we had a text in the text line. I, I'm referencing the QBR, which is the ESPN measure out of 100. The actual quarterback rating is out of like 150-something, which uh, – as far as love goes, his quarterback rating was 157.2. I don't know if that's the the perfect rating or not. I think somebody said that on ESPN. Right? His QBR out of 100 is 99.3 in that game. So three touchdowns, 272 yards passing. Wow. They dominated what's been a team that's been lights out at home, has had a really good defense, and then, of course, a, a great offense, but Dak turned it over too many times. Mm-hmm. What would you guys make of that one? Kyle, I'll let you go. I think Jordan Love is legit. He looked he was he's been impressive. He really has. The final 8 weeks of the season and I know as a as a Bears fan that is probably your worst nightmare. It hurts. Mm. I've just been really impressed with him and and talk about like situation on offense. I know it's a great system and LaFleur's really yeah. great. Yeah. But like he's working with young receivers, young guys on the line. Like what he's done, I would have never expected. I thought the Packers were going to be down and he was going to be like, uh, it, there's going to be a QB discussion for the Packers after this year. And now, I mean, they're what, the youngest team in the NFL? Is that what they kept saying on the broadcast? I've heard that a of? few times, yeah. yeah. Youngest yeah. in the NFL, yeah. 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 So the uh, future might be bright for Green Bay. Um, it's too sorry. Oh, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Did the Bears keep Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams and go with the Green Bay Packers <laughs> protocol of grooming the next quarterback well we can't groom we got to groom one before we can groom the next one right <laughs> that that Isn't is that, how that it is works? the key there that is the key we, yeah. we got to make sure one is right and then the other one can learn from that one which we're having problems getting one right so uh yeah that's i guess part of that issue but credit to jordan love he looks really really good uh, we talked about it yesterday, the quick release, the the accuracy that he's playing with, a lot of confidence. I think LaFleur has changed his play calling as the year has gone on. Yeah. It seemed like he was a little conservative early and didn't fully like let it fly uh, in terms of hit, hit, just taking some risks, taking some shots on the field, just fully taking the training wheels off. And now they're humming at a, a high clip, which the Bears could have kept them out of the postseason. They didn't. They weren't Gosh, really close to doing so. There were so many things that happened – Late in this NFL yeah. season, I know that happens every year. But when you think of the the ramifications of things, like you guys were just talking about with Miami, or 
if that call with Kansas City and Buffalo, which will obviously affect this week's game at Buffalo, Jacksonville had a chance to win and right. and go to the. I mean, there were so many things. Like I texted you and Jeremy that day, and I'm like, I'm fired up for this Bears Packers game, and I was all about like I don't I don't have the discourse for the Packers that you do. I have it more of I'm tired of them always just coming up with the golden quarterback. I mean that 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 is frustrating to watch, and yet I was sitting there. I'm like, oh come on Bears, like I want to see them beat Green Bay, and then it was just like, man, nah, never mind. I, I don't even know why I got fired up. And for that. never mind is my. <laughs> Like what was I thinking? That's exactly what I <laughs> I say after every Bears in the middle of every Bears Packers yeah. game. But Philip, uh, as a Bengals fan, we hated Mahomes before it was cool. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> there you go. I, I do also want to give credit. Aaron Jones looked really, really good since yes. coming back from injury. Maybe it helps that he's got some fresh legs because he mm-hmm. hasn't played in a lot of games. Thanks to my fa- thanks uh, from my fantasy team, Aaron Jones. We appreciate <laughs> you for that. But I, I do think when you talk about the top running backs in the league. For good reason, you start with like Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry. I think yep. Aaron Jones is like a high end tier two yeah, I mean, running back. It's always just he and AJ Dillon, right? Yeah. So, so we, when Jones is healthy, I think right. you know ability to catch out of the backfield, oh. really good. Uh, obviously, off handoffs and being able to he can just do it all through the tackles outside, out of the backfield. If, he's if they would get stud. Dillon out of the way and just let him. He would be Dorsey Levens. Mm. I mean, Dor- do you remember him? Yeah. For Green Bay. I mean, yeah. he was unbelievable. Dorsey Levens was awesome. I just feel like, but there again, the NFL has gone to a two-back system for the most part, and I get that. And they've got two good ones in Dylan and Jones, but you're right. Aaron Jones, man, he has never done anything to show me that he's not one of the top running backs in the league. And as you said, with fresh legs, I don't, it, it just all works out, doesn't it? I was it just, just say, all I mean, works out. They're going to San Fran, which the Niners You're have right. been their kryptonite in the playoffs. Right. Like I know that goes back to like Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. running all over them, but uh, just in general, the Niners look like a freight train. This is a big task. They're like 10-point underdogs going into that game, but it's annoying that some teams just seem to get it right all the time. All the time. And the infrastructure's great there. LaFleur's a really good coach. And uh, they've drafted well. I don't know. Where was Romeo Dubs? Or I always call him Dubs. Romeo Dobbs picked. Like, who knows? By the way, on the bingo card today, if you utilize the free space, had a Tumwa and Colin Kaepernick, you're well on your way to getting a bingo with the, ta- <laughs> with the drive with Sand Piper bingo card. Yeah, Dobbs is a fourth-round pick, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Hey, somebody br- – who brought that ba- up earlier that – Back to Houston real quick. If Lovey would have won that game, maybe the Texans would have taken Bryce Young. That's nuts. There's another, like, what-if scenario. It's true. Scenarios never. Or if um, if the Panthers listened to Frank Reich, right? Oh, wasn't, was he, he the one? He wanted C.J. Stroud. Is that right? But it was the ownership that wanted Bryce Young. Is that Reich? <laughs> uh, Sorry. That was terrible. Yep. Where's Trevor to hit the... All right. I don't think he deserved one. Wow, dang. <laughs> nah, here you go. No, you're right. That wasn't that fun. <laughs> All right, we got to catch a break. We'll fill you in and give our thoughts on the other three playoff games when we return. This is The Drive.
Two Men in a Truck has been recognized as a trusted leader in the moving industry for over 35 years. Now we are proud to offer that same reliability to junk removal, introducing Two Men and a Junk Truck to the Champaign area. Our goal at Two Men and a Junk Truck is to help you make room for what matters most. We can make your garage, attic, basement, house, or business look bigger with our furniture or appliance removal. Contact us today at twomenjunktruck.com. I'm Justin Ike, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. So, Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario. Your sewer's backed up, and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time. So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that? Oh, absolutely they will. They know you're in a pinch. Typically, if you call us, me or Will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you. Whether you call me first or you call me second, make sure you give me a call. Anything else, Justin? You can always trust Fred's. Great to know. Thank you. That's Justin Ike, the co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. If you want more information about this great 45-year family-owned company, just go to fredscu.com. That's fredscu.com. You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step-by-step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana. Illini fans, taste what's special about Jets Pizza by ordering any of their specialty pizzas for $5 off. That's right, save $5 on all specialty pizzas like the barbecue chicken pizza, chicken grill to perfection, premium mozzarella cheese, bacon, red onion, and BBQ sauce. All piled onto Jets' amazing crust made from dough they make fresh every day. There's also their super special all-meaty chicken bacon ranch and more, all $5 off. Make your day special and order a Jets specialty pizza for $5 off. PDR Automotive has now been serving the Champaign-Urbana area for over 50 years. To give you some perspective, 50 years ago ended the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, and it was when Secretariat won the Triple Crown. So what does that mean for you and your vehicle? Whether you need a carburetor overhauled or your new vehicle computer system diagnosed or programmed, PDR Automotive has the experienced, knowledgeable staff that can handle all your automotive needs. Online at PDRauto.com, they are what's best for your truck or car. They are. PDR. I-L-L-I-N-I. Cheer on the Illini and P.S. The pregame fun starts at P.S. Sports Bar and Grill. P.S. serves up its famous 10-ounce Slugger Burger along with great wings and so much more. Enjoy 350 22-ounce light and coarse light drafts every home and away Illini game. Watch the game at P.S. or ride the free shuttle to all home games. You'll find it all at P.S. with live video gaming, sports, food, drinks, and fun. See you at P.S. West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. At Pards in Urbana, the boots just keep on coming. They're known for their huge collection of men's cowboy boots, women's cowgirl boots, kids' boots, and even shoes. If you're searching for top footwear brands, look no further than Pards. They carry a wide variety, including Ariat, Dan Post, Smoky Mountain, Roper, Double H, and more. And if socks or accessories are what you need, they've got all your high-quality essentials. Since 1968, Pards has been serving their customers with high-quality merchandise. 
And if you haven't been to Pards in a while, a lot has changed. Go check them out just off University Avenue in Urbana. Hi, this is Chris Jackson with Kramer Siding and Window. And whatever your project, you can count on Kramer Siding to offer you the best products backed by the best warranties in the business, as well as Central Illinois employees dedicated to providing you with professional installation and a lifetime of great customer service. And right now, you can save 10% on roofing, sunrooms, and decks, get 15% off gutter helmet, and you can save 25% on preservation siding, windows, and doors. So call today or visit us at kramersiding.com and let's get started on your project. Relax, call back to one seven three five nine seven two nine three. Sheriff's Deputy Alex James, our Law Enforcement Official of the Month, uh, brought to you by MX Electric. Yes. Well, how do you get the Unity High School Resource Officer with the kids every day, and why do you love that? I came from Moreau Forsyth. At Moreau, I grew up with a school resource officer there. <laughs> Still today, him and I are really good friends, we, and I just thought he was the coolest guy ever. Whenever this position opened up, I was like, you know what? That would be really cool to do. Because you admired a resource officer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you might be having the same impact on kids today. Exactly. So when I came to the sheriff's office, I saw it was a position available that we do. Being SRO, I stepped in this position, you know, thinking of the uh, of the times when I was a kid, and it just it fulfills everything I imagined. Awesome. It, it is so cool. Keep rolling through these games. Sunday night. You gonna go back to the Miami game? Just no for a minute. Just no, I don't want to do that. Kyle I, I did have a thought of first before we move on. Throwing this out, do you guys think Dallas should and will move on from Mike McCarthy? Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean he they've been unbelievable in the regular season, but at some point you got to show up. Is it is it McCarthy? Is it Dak? I don't. Dak did not play well in that game. He looked like a different Dak Prescott this year. He was having a tremendous stat lines season. and just absolutely rolling. It's just so weird how, like, if you would have told me two days before that game that C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott would be having issues and this would happen, I'd be like, yeah, I can see that. I don't know why. I mean. Well, it's because we expect the Cowboys to disappoint. In the right. postseason. That's, you, yeah, you just nailed it. You just nailed it. Do you yeah. think – we could spend a whole segment on this because I've had a lot of – the coaching carousel is fascinating Oh, with what could happen with Belichick being on the market, with Harbaugh interviewing, and also then discussing contract stuff with Michigan as well. Oh, oh. And as we talked about like last week or two weeks ago, I mentioned the Bill Self clause where he had it in his extension – that anything that comes from the NCAA investigation can't get him fired. Like that was in the yes. Kansas agreement. Wow. Harbaugh wants something similar with Michigan. Wow. Well, so I'd do it if I were Michigan. How that goes. If Vrabel. I like Vrabel. I like Vrabel too. I thought he was 
probably going to go replace. This was just a total guess. I didn't read anything into it. It just made sense that he would go made replace sense. Belichick, but they hired uh, Gerard Mayo. In-house guy, right? Yeah. Mayo's always been with the Patriots. I like Vrabel. I, I've, I've said that before. I think he would be a great coach somewhere. But what's who's open? The Chargers? Chargers, the Falcons. Oh, that's right, the Falcons. Uh, the Raiders have to make a decision on Antonio Pierce, although it sounds like they might be okay with keeping him. And then it broke, what? Was that 245 that Mike McDaniel's out in Miami? Oh, well, then so Eberflus should be out. You can't fool me. <laughs> I would take Mike McDaniel in a heartbeat. <laughs> and heartbeat. A, you know, he's a, he's a San Francisco guy. I know, man. I know. As there is in every fan base, there was the whole Dolphin fan social media. Ah, oh, McDaniel's just not ready for this oh, job. Geez. Let's fire him. And I, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah. You know, we're the Colts feeder system. We bring in Bill Polian <laughs> to take advice for from him, and then we hire Eberflus and who knows. Who else is from that San Francisco? Yeah, like, or, or, no, I'm sorry. They were with Washington, right? Sean McVay, Mike yeah. McDaniel. They had, like, that coaching dream yeah, staff that in, like, 2013 that. where yeah. all of them were on it, staff. But McDaniel like, did come from San Francisco. Oh, okay. It's kind of like the Holmgren staff. Yeah. With Andy Reid and right. John Gruden and mm. who else was on that staff? Who knew that Andy Reid and Mike Holmgren would end up looking like each other? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? good call. They look exactly like each other that's with a, the great, mustache and all. That's a great <laughs> call. Yeah. Well, they always say, you know, you you and your wife will end up looking like each yeah. other one day. I don't. Maybe that's that's what it was. Was Dick Geron on that staff too? Oh my goodness! Definitely Dick not Geron. as uh, notable, although the, the Bears went, yeah. went with him. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Okay. We move uh, on. the Lions hosted and won their. They won their first playoff game in 32 years. Wow. Hosted their first playoff game in a long time. And the interesting dynamic of Stafford coming back to Detroit, mm-hmm. Goff going against McVay and the Rams. And that was a thrilling game. 24-23, Dolphins. Dolphins, sorry. sorry. Lions survive. Touchdown for Montgomery. Touchdown for Gibbs. Laporta ends up playing and is able to get in the end zone as well. On the other side, Puka Nakua. Man, what a season. Mm. He had 180 and a touchdown, but not enough to beat the Lions. I am a huge Lions fan right now. I I very much like their team, yes. I just, they've been the popper of, is that the right word? That describes a guy that's down and out. I, I ran with it and said, okay. that works. <laughs> they... Another one on those bingo cards. But, you know, they've been the laughing stock of the yeah. NFL for the majority of my life, along with my team. So to see them do this, I just mm. – I was so happy for them. And in a weird way, I feel like getting that first one off your back, like, I, I think the Lions roll this week. I think they roll. And, and I, it's almost like that pressure of – of just getting that first playoff win. Well, first of all, getting to the playoffs, winning a division, which is something they hardly ever have done. But then to get that first game where the Rams made it a great game. I mean, it was was just a fantastic game. Rams are really good. But I almost feel like Detroit now is just like, almost like house money in a a bit to where they can just kind of relax now and say, hey, we've shown, listen, I've been here before. We've shown everybody in the NFL that we are indeed a good team. We won the division. We backed it up by winning a playoff game. 
Now we're just going to – our confidence should be sky high. We're going to roll into this next game, and we're going we're gonna to really roll into the NFC Championship game against either San Francisco or Green Bay. I mean, can you imagine if Green Bay beats San Francisco and Detroit hosts the NFC Championship the game? NFC championship oh, boy. Game. I almost hope it happens, even though I don't – I mean, I know we don't want to see the Packers, but yeah. I don't want to see the Niners. I'd be fine with them having another issue where they don't have a quarterback. Well, didn't that happen last year where Purdy got hurt or yeah. something? And they yeah. had like they were down to like Debo Samuel was their quarterback or something. Purdy got hurt, and then who was their Josh Johnson was yeah. their backup. He got hurt too. And then they made a rule in the NFL saying you could carry an extra quarterback or something. They wouldn't do that with the Bears or the Cardinals. Yeah. They'd be like, I sorry too bad. for luck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm all about the Lions right now. Lions are a fun team. Dan Campbell is impossible not to root for. Um, and then also, Aiden Hutchinson, man. He oh, was wrecking so that game against the Rams as well. So, he's uh, so good. They're just a, a team that two years ago, they're on hard knocks and they're fun. And, like, All right, I don't know how good they're going to be. But right. they're, they're, they're entertaining. And then they have, like, kind of the, the split season of, of disappointment. They play a lot of close games, high scoring. And then they start winning. They go on this long streak down the stretch. They beat Green Bay, keep Rodgers out of the playoffs. They turn around, and and then they're legit this year. So uh, I'm envious, but also I think as a Bears fan who's been through a similar right. history, like that can be us. Yeah. So um, absolutely, I'm can. excited for them. Although I, w- I it, wonder who has the longest playoff win drought now after they just won one. Mm. I know it's not us, believe it or not. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, it's oh, the know? Bears? No. Oh. Uh, Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Oh. oh. You got to go back to that undefeated 1970 Larry Zonka-led <laughs> squad. Larry Zonka ran up the middle yeah. for eight and that off. How long has it been? Since 2000. Wow. wow. Was Marino your quarterback then? No. No, no he was retired by then. Wow. I, I, took a, I took a – catamaran cruise one time in miami or not in miami where were we at fort lauderdale maybe and uh we went by this house that it took us like we were in the shade for like 10 minutes the house was so big and the guy goes uh dan marino owned that house <laughs> i was like i mean i'm like oh well good for dan like he doesn't own it anymore i mean it was unbelievable how nice that house was huh. I gotta find this. Um, I'm gonna buy it. This playoff win. For the Miami Dolphins. in 2000. Who would Dave Wanstat is the coach. Jay Fiedler was the QB. It was right after Marino retired. Jay Fiedler. But Marino had to have retired a couple of years. Is he still throwing that. to Clayton? And I don't know. It's before I was born. I they just... beat the Indianapolis Colts. Peyton Manning and company, Edron James, Marvin Dang, Harrison. That's a good. That's a good win. Jay Fiedler was able to lead the Dolphins to victory <laughs> despite throwing three picks. Um, Lamar Smith ran for 200 yards. Holy cow! I don't, remember I don't who, recall. Him. I don't really remember Lamar Smith that well. 200 yards and two touchdowns. What were the scoring plays like? Um, here we go. Mike Vanderjack field goal. Mike Vanderjack field goal. <laughs> He was a good fantasy guy. Uh, Jerome Payton touchdown from Peyton Manning's 14 zip in Miami Ooh, at halftime. Trouble. But then Lamar Smith touchdown 14-7. Uh, Orlando Mare field goal. Yeah. 14-10. Vanderjack field goal from 50 17-10. Jed Weaver, we remember the name well. <laughs> what? With 34 seconds left, Jay Fiedler to Jed Weaver for touchdown. <laughs> 
17-17. Lamar Smith runs one in an overtime. 23-17. Walk-off victory for the Dolphins. Jed Weaver, the father of the two Weavers. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff Weaver and Jared Weaver. (laughs) Remember like it was yesterday. It was a warm, muggy day in Miami. Was that at Miami or Indy? It was uh, at Miami. Jay Fiedler found Jed Weaver. Wow. Kyle's so glad to be back, isn't he? <laughs> When's the Bears' last playoff win? Um, well, it wasn't the double doink, I'll tell you that. Oh, my goodness. It would have been the year that they lost to Rodgers in the NFC title uh, game. Is that when your, like your guy, the safety? 14 uh, or something. Who was your safety? No, see, there's, that was a division oh, title, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's so many examples of heartbreaking losses to Green Bay. You can't keep them straight. <laughs> this was the Jay Cutler injury in the first half. He's riding the stationary bike, and then Caleb Haney comes in. And oh. there's a pick by Erlacher in the second half uh, that looked like he might take it all the way back, and Rodgers tackles him by his shoestrings. Of course. Of course um, he does. That I was, mean, why, why wouldn't he? 2010. 2010. Uh, yeah, we, we beat the Seahawks in the divisional round and lost the Packers 21-14. Wow. How about Arizona? Can you just dig into the yeah, – I assume it. that would be the Larry Fitzgerald days, like from – That would have been after 2010, right? Yeah. Uh, so you've had a more recent that'd playoff That would be the one. Carson Palmer to Fitz to beat Green – Here's the funny oh. part, dude. Here's the funny part. Green Bay has never beaten the Cardinals in the playoffs. Like, Arizona's yeah. like 3-0 and against Green Bay in the playoffs. 2015. 2015, all right. But, yeah, for the Warner – I was thinking of the Warner year. The Warner year was 2008. Yeah, yeah, because that was the Super Bowl nine. Yep. Yeah, that was Carson Palmer. They went on a run. They won – they had the best record in football, they, or in the NFC at least. 13-3 like, and three that yeah. year. That was a good season. And then came Kevin Cobb and John Skelton. <laughs> oh. And – um. Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. Josh Rosen. (laughs) Just stop. (laughs) All right, we didn't go very far on these other games, but uh, we are due for – no, it's all good. It's not your fault. Let's uh, take one more break. Let's talk more so about the Bucks and Eagles last night real quick to wrap up the show. If you want to weigh in, you can. 217-359-2255 on the U of I line on the text line. This is The Drive. fans gear up to support your fighting Illini men's and women's basketball team this year at the official fan store of the fighting Illini game day spirit from buy one get one free basketball t-shirts to official NIL merchandise game day spirit has everything you need to support your fighting Illini shop with them in store at the corner of Neil and Kirby in Champaign 6th and Green in Campus Town or online 24-7 at gamedayspirit.com game day spirit where Illini fans shop Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. 
By now, you've all heard the expression, when you turn the key and the car won't run, call 367-9481 for PDR Automotive. They are what's best for your truck or car. They are PDR. But who are they? They, the PDR staff, understand that a name is only as good as the people that represent it. The PDR staff has more than 335 years of combined automotive experience, several employees now on staff for more than 25 years. PDR, more than just a name. Family owned and operated, now celebrating over 50 years in business. Hi, I'm Tyler Weaver, president of Carpet Weaver's Flooring and Furniture Gallery. Take a look around your home. Is it finally ready for some much-needed updates? If you don't know where to start, then just meet with one of our experts. We'll help you find the perfect waterproof plank floor for your kitchen or that stain-resistant, super-soft carpet for your bedroom. Finish your room update with a custom sofa and chairs or choose a trendy in-stock dining set that's priced right. Come home to Carpet Weavers, where floors, furniture, and family meet. Accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Have you ever looked at a junk truck and said, man, that truck is pretty? Two men in a junk truck trucks are pretty. They're pretty big, so they can handle large jobs. They're pretty reliable. Two Men in a Truck has been recognized as a trusted leader in the moving industry for over 35 years. Now we are proud to offer that same reliability to junk removal. And they're pretty fast. When you're ready to let some things go and that you don't need, you don't want to wait three weeks. You want it gone now. Go to twomenandajunktruck.com and make room for what matters most. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars. They're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Hi, this is Chris Jackson with Kramer Siding and Window. And whatever your project, you can count on Kramer Siding to offer you the best products backed by the best warranties in the business and a lifetime of great customer service. And right now, you can save 10% on roofing, sunrooms, and decks, get 15% off gutter helmet, and you can save 25% on preservation siding, windows, and doors. So call today or visit us at kramersiding.com and let's get started on your project. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect accent rug or choosing a good night's sleep over an all-night crime show binge. It feels really good to make the right insurance decision, too. That's why State Farm agent Kurt Lenschow is right here in Champaign-Urbana to help you select the right protection at the right price. Kurt will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. Just call him when you want the real deal. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
Finishing up on the drive with Tay and Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Let's roll through these last few playoff games that happened yesterday. The Bills, 31-17. to That one was on the majority of it during our show. A little afternoon delight, as some would say. Nice. Could also be used in a different context, but we won't go there. <laughs> um, Josh Allen was pretty good. Uh, didn't feel like the Steelers had much of a chance, and it played out that way. As I'm looking up White Snake songs. Uh-huh. Yep. Slow and easy. White Snake, good. Good band. Yeah. Buffalo Bills, good team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I yeah. think you should go home tonight and listen to some White Snake. Let's go. All right. You have to you have to show love to the past to sure. really appreciate music today, right? Sure. In the still of the night. All right, I'll, I'll stop. Derek got me on. <laughs> and, of course, slide it in, which is White Snake. That was in 1984 from the album. Slide it in. <laughs> These are songs. Okay. I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't, I don't, no, you're not. Nope. And uh, before anything does get done wrong, I won't comment. No, let's go. All right. Uh, not much to say about the, the Bills and Steelers game. They will be hosting the Chiefs, which will be – Yet another in the installment of the Mahomes and Allen rivalry, yeah, which is wait. great. I'm interested to see it happen now in Buffalo, so that'll oh. be a lot of fun. Uh, the matchups this weekend are, are going to be pretty uh, enjoyable, I think. Uh, Can you take me through those like yeah. Saturday and Sunday games, and which one am I going to be disappointed that I can't watch? Is there one on Peacock? Again? I think there is one anymore. Oh, no. It was just okay. the wild card. Okay, okay that's good. Yeah. All right, so we're kicking it off on Saturday, 3.30, on ESPN, we've got the Ravens hosting the Texans. Baltimore's a nine-point favorite. Then we go that night, 7-15 on Fox. The Niners hosting the Packers. The Niners are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. On Sunday, mind you that the Illini play at noon yes. against Rutgers, but the end of that game, especially you're watching from home, you're a fan, don't worry about having to cover the game. Uh I'll I'll take care of that. <laughs> You'll take care uh, of that. But as far so the Lions and Bucks, two p.m. NBC on Sunday would be right after the Atlanta game ends. Okay. The Lions are six and a half point favorites, and then five thirty CBS. Jim and uh, Tony for sure. I can do five thirty. Yeah, I can stay up till late thirty. You're telling me that Bills and Tony Chiefs. Romo's calling an Allen versus Mahomes game I, yeah. in his Skechers. Oh, God, in his yep, Skechers. Yep. yep. Yeah. This is what I love right here, Jim. This is what I love is when Josh Allen, before this play, notice he notices the guy in the end zone, the fan that's down by the right end zone, make a signal of a zero. And that tells me Dalton Knox knew to run the out down the left-hand side. That's what I love about the intricacy of this Buffalo Bills. Is that kind of a Romo? I can't I do mean, his voice, but yeah, good. like he notices. He'll do things. some screechy voice a little yeah, bit, yeah, high pitched voice. Josh Allen will throw in two straight incompletions, and it'll be oh my! That was really smart by Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the That's left guard. So oh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> the left guard is moving his fingers right before the snap, and that tells me it's a draw play. And boom, they ran it perfectly. I, he sees things. He does. He sees things. I want to see if he still has anything good to say about Luke Getze this year. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, that was a little overboard. That was dumb. 
I like All Tony, right. but we need to give a little bit of due to the Tampa Bay Bucks for playing well last night. In particular, Baker Mayfield. How about that, man? A guy that has been a great redemption story this year. Three hundred and thirty yards, three touchdowns last night. And that was a pretty convincing win for the Bucks. Yes, the Eagles have been playing poorly down the stretch, but uh give a lot of credit to that Bucks defense too, because if you remember, now it's it's a one game. I'm not just gonna extrapolate that all from from one effort against an Eagles offense that had no A.J. Brown and, and was has been reeling here of late, but some may have forgotten that the Bucks defense when they were on the run with Brady was really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they looked pretty good last night, really got after Hurts with the blitz, and we'll see what they look like in enemy territory against the Lions. Lions, good, really good, talented offense, but I, I wouldn't sleep on Tampa in that game either. Uh, I will say that one thing I worry about, if to tie it back to my team as I like to do, if Justin Fields leaves the Bears, I wouldn't be zero percent surprised if he was as good as Baker Mayfield was for the Bucks this year, if not better. That will be one fear I have. But the the Bucks are uh, an interesting team. It's interesting that uh, this is happening in Tampa right now. That th- they're getting this kind of play. I mean, I think it's it's interesting, and we'll see what they do in this next round. I just give me Detroit, baby. Give me Detroit. You want to see Detroit, and probably to to have them host. You want to see Detroit and Green Bay, don't you? Yeah, I yeah. would take that. How cool would did uh, Kid Rock do like a concert before that Lions Rams game? Rams game? I th- no it was no it was Nelly, or not oh. Nelly, but um, Eminem. Oh wow, it was Sweet. Eminem. Isn't Kid Rock from Detroit too? I think so. Yeah. So maybe maybe he's on the dock as this one. They, they can't go claiming Nelly. Nelly's SCL. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's the Is he the Band-Aid dude? He is. Yeah. 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 Yep. He's got a music college down there in St. Louis. Is that right? Years ago I visited it in didn't, a didn't know that. In a tropical like it was a rainstorm unlike any I've ever seen in St. Louis. We literally ran for cover in this place and I found out it was Nelly's Music, it's down there by the, uh, uh, not Soulard. What's the other way? LeCleed's Landing. Mm. It's really cool. All right, cool. I'll stop. That all right, we got to get out of here. Appreciate everybody listening. Sorry, Kyle. Welcome back to Kyle Toss. <laughs> Great to have you back. It's 5 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, we're done. Everybody have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy, if you have Peacock, Hoosiers uh, and Boilers tonight. Dang it. Back to talk about that and much more tomorrow. This is The Drive. <laughs> You're listening to WSJK ESPN 93.5 Tuscola.